Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure product company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom, to pussy praising, to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and and enjoy enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. We are live from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. I'm going to try my um, Elvis impersonation on. And share. Do you believe in life after love? It's <laughs> pretty good, no? Perfect. Very Vegas. Very Vegas. We're in the Le Petit, Petit Hotel in Vegas here for a sex toy convention that starts tomorrow. Yes, it's a lingerie show. Uh, it's a lingerie show, but we're here on behalf of Uber Lube and, and Hot, Hot Octopus. Octopus. Yeah. We just did a training for a bunch of people at um, a store here, and it went really well. Yeah. We've been up since 5, though. 5.30 a.m., I yo. had some serious bags. Yeah. You look good, though. Thank you. I wish I could take a photo to show you all how good she looks, but she looked damn good. And you look great in your bikini top and your meow bottoms. I forgot my bikini, and April brought hers, and I'm definitely a little bit bigger in the breast department. That's right, but we're going to a pool party, so that's free drinks for us, yeah? (laughs) Wee! Yay! After this, we're recording and then pool party. Pool party. Yes, we're doing all the things. Some work, some, you know, this, that, a little bit of everything. So today, everyone, uh, episode 18. 18? Wow, we've done a lot. Every week. We launch every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. If you haven't checked out our website, you should do it now. It's amazing. Shamelesssex.com. Yes. Mm -hmm. And remember, we're always here to answer your sex questions. If you feel, feel free to email us at shamelesssexpodcast at gmail.com or you can also submit uh, questions or comments or you know um, shout outs and positivity and light and energy Ooh, yeah. um, there's a little form on our website website yeah. and you can sign up for our newsletter and, and then also always we're, you know, we're on iTunes and Google Play and all those things and they all have their own review outlet so if you can review us on there we will love 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 that because it really helps us to get the word out there and tell all your homies yo and what are we drinking today? It's Vegas, so we had to get a glass of wine. Amy paid. It was eighteen dollars a glass. Oh, nineteen. Nineteen dollar glass of Sauvignon Blanc. And it, I don't even know what Sauvignon Blanc it is. I don't either, but it's not that good. Well, should better has nineteen dollars. Like, 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 like two bottles of shitty wine. <laughs> I know. We should have just bought some at the I always yeah, well, we were flying and we didn't usually we get a rental car. Anyways, long story short, we like wine. <laughs> yeah, and we're drinking and it's one o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. Woo! What are we talking about today? Today, you guys, this is a whole, we just, we're talking about kink. And I'm really excited about this. Wait, we've done. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Red light, red light, yellow light, green light. Ah. I know. I can't wait to talk about this. Safe word. Sparkle button. I think that I'm pretty, overall, I think I'm fairly vanilla when it comes to kink. I definitely like a spanking. What about you? you? Like, are you like vanilla with like a like Cherry a caramel swirl? Ooh, maybe. What's that? Napoleon. I'm like the Napoleon Chocolate ice cream. Chocolate meets vanilla meets strawberry. Yep. That's right. 
Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> he was short and had a weird complex. <laughs> Let's not talk about him. So this is actually, it's not just kink. This is kink for beginners. Um, so this is like based on a kind of a kink 101 class. So if you are someone who identifies as like an avid kinky being, you... Um, you have your, you, you have your, you know, your partners, you have your, you, you have experience in this realm. Um, what we're saying might be kind of redundant to you and there might be some new stuff here too, but this is more so for the folks that are new to kink or consider themselves Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> He's a freak, I bet. With like a, with some curiosity about kink. Um, so this is kind of geared towards that. So this is more the kink 101 for beginners, or like intro to kink. Uh, and we plan on doing much more intermediate kink uh, podcast, but we're going to bring in speakers for that because we want to give you the creme de la creme. If you are one of those speakers, send us an email. I already know a number of them. We know some really awesome sex educators would be perfect for that. Um, so anything from like rope bondage to um, cock and ball torture mm. to whatever, what a piercing play. We're up in all of it, but this one that will not be included in this one, but we would love to have that in future episodes. So um, if you have references or someone or you are that person, send us an email. Send us we an email. You. I think Folsom's going on too. It's Folsom Street Fair today. I know. Yeah. So this is perfect to I in know. San Francisco every year. If you're not from the Bay Area or you just don't know about Folsom Street Fair, it's like a massive street fair like with all oh, leather fest. Like, people yeah. are getting whipped out in the street. Oh, like there's an iron cross on the roof, jacking off, and like people below. I mean, I've, this is this, I've just seen this once. People <laughs> below like running around trying to catch it. It's. It's yeah. like a free expression of all, and I mean that you wouldn't even, you don't even kink. We'll talk about kink too because it can be so many things. Um, but that it's just it's it's wow, and they have, even have a competition they for a Folsom Street. Um, I think it's like king and queen, yeah. or leather, there's, or maybe it's maybe it's leather king. There's a lot. Remember. It's a lot of queer folks, and it's pretty awesome. And it's yeah. in San Francisco, which was the heart of the the movement of kink. And um, I've actually never been for some reason. I'm always out of town, or I've been twice, and it's it it's is, wild. Yeah, and before I actually went before when I, when I was like newer in the human sexual realm, so I was definitely more of like an observer, but um, it's definitely a wonderful place to just drop in and express yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, so shout out to Folsom. Yeah. So King for Beginners. This is kind of inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey, which is like old school, right? Everyone's like, man, nah, we're done with that. That was when was that? Was that like two thousand I think the 10, eleven book and twelve came out, yes. Okay. Right around two thousand eleven and then the movies came out and then the second movie was just released. And no one watched it. No. Yeah. And it and yeah, and and so I watched it actually. I went to the theater and it was like a lifetime movie. I felt like I was watching a lifetime made for TV movie. I was like, oh my God, why? But you know what? It's okay. I was supporting. Well, and so the good thing about Fifty Shades, what it's done is for the the folks that had maybe some hidden desires that they weren't were afraid to vocalize or maybe some hidden desires that they didn't even know how to tap into, but there was a craving for something else, or maybe it's just new exposure, something new to spice up their sex lives. It really did bring this out in the forefront into the mainstream realm. It helped sex toy, the sex toy industry immensely. Oh, Kegel balls were something crazy. Balls, when so I worked funny. at Fun Factory, the yeah. Kegel scene in there is terrible. And the I book, know. it's like, like they put in the Kegel balls and she gets a spanking and she has 8 million orgasms. Like, That's P.S. That is not accurate. I think no. we've talked about that before, but yeah. Kegel balls are worn as like a weight. Like they're like lifting weights at the gym for your pelvic floor, for your vagina. Oh, yeah. Kegel balls, shout out. Pure Pleasure. We have Kegel balls yeah. there. PurePleasureShop.com. And y'all get 15% off using coupon code. Shameless sex, PP, all caps. And Hot Octopus does support the kink community. So everyone if, does. if you want, everyone does, right? But yeah. you can get a 20% 
or is yeah, twenty percent octopus or on hot octopus products. Queen Bee, Pulse Three, Solo or Duo, twenty percent off. I think it's twenty percent. What are these? The same code? Shameless sex, all lowercase at checkout. Ooh, that's um, support me. That's my livelihood. Yes, everyone. Yes, yes. yes support. Okay. So, anyways, back to it. so Kiko balls that, and then the other thing that the book. There's so many things with the book, but the main thing regarding kink. The book was full of a whole bunch of coercion. So there is a difference between a, a conversation about, hey, do you, do you want to play and how do you want to play? Versus, hey, this is how we're going to play. This is how I like to play. And if you don't play with me this way, we're not going to play. There's yeah. that. There's also like this this per, this constant, like the woman, I don't remember her name, like Anastasia or whatever her name is, saying, no, I'm not into this. I don't want to do this. And this other guy says, oh, yes, you will be. Just you wait and see. That's coercion. That's very, very different from consent. That's very different from honoring someone's boundaries, make creating your own boundaries, speaking your own wants and desires. So it painted this terrible picture. Like it's of, okay to coerce people into yeah. that. It's not okay. Yeah, that's no. It's not okay to go push someone. If someone gives you a no, you respect their no, unless you have a role playing thing where they're like, "Hey, I'm going to give you a no, but I don't really mean it." Then you don't need to respect their no because they gave you consent, and that could be part of your jam. But in that case, there's just a whole bunch of pushing. It was like, push, 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 push. Someone's clearly like, I don't want to do this. And the other person is like, yes, you do. Deep down, you just don't You know. need it. You need it. Yeah. So no. we're not talking about that kind of kink. No, we're talking about the right kind of kink. We're talking about consensual, respectful kink. And that can happen in all kinds of ways. And we'll get deeper into that. Wait, and first, I want to ask you a question. I'm sorry to interrupt no, go, you. No, no, you're, oh, we're not. We're, we're, we're trying to slow down and not interrupt each other. Right. Okay. We try to be mindful, so and I won't. When you're on a when you're on an education tangent, I promise to give you space. And when you're just talking, I <laughs> promise to give you. I space. I do some education stuff. No, you do have to do <laughs> educational stuff. Yeah. So I was gonna say, I was gonna actually ask you, um, from a personal standpoint, before we get into the one on one stuff, are you into anything kinky? What do we consider kinky? Okay, so kink. Kink, kink, in my opinion, is a big umbrella term that right. includes all kinds of stuff. Within kink, you could throw in fetish. You could sh- throw in rope bondage. You could throw in spanking, slapping, whatever. Um, and to me, this is just my opinion, each individual gets to define their orientation, their preferences, and their sexual interests and in what they like to do. If you call yourself kinky, no one else gets to say you're not kinky. doesn't matter uh-huh. what you're doing. You get to define what it is. Now, this is just my opinion. Someone, if you hate me for that, go ahead and send me a response. Because there is a lot of things where people are like, I'm into choking and spanking. Someone, like a really super avid kinky person, like, well, that's not that kinky. You're still vanilla. And right. that's kind of shaming. We used to work with someone that, like, I, cause I don't consider myself kinky. But back in the day when I worked at Pure Pleasure with you, that enjoyed, like, piercing and getting hanged by the piercing. Someone else who was into the, yeah, huh? Yes. Yeah. And I was always like, wow. And I wasn't shaming them. But I was like, I can't imagine that level of kink like that's yeah. some advanced stuff like getting pierced and then and basically then, oh you're, you're like, like you suspension like the suspension yeah. stuff where they pierce the the back yeah the back like, i don't yeah, know kind of just, hanging from your own flesh yeah mm. that's some kink to me and we'll get into that too but but there's a there's a distinct everyone a lot of times people who aren't aware of kink they just think of pain right and um pain is a, you know uh, it can be a part of it but for a lot of people you know what you're talking about is an art form right. you know it's a, it's i mean it is a very um 
a very high high tech's the wrong word but i mean you gotta you know what the fuck you're doing advanced advanced that's what it is it's art form right and same with rope bondage you know you can do some shitty rope bondage or some light rope bondage playing some knots here and there but a lot of times it's an art form it's an expression and people are really either getting off to off to the expression of it to the the act of you know tying the ropes or hanging the person on the hooks or whatever it is um or the act of seeing it or being the person that's being tied up there's so many things there so we'll say that kink is an umbrella term to include all of these alternative expressions um and preferences for sexuality and i just want to say that it's you know whatever people however people want to define it so if you think yourself you're kinky you're fucking kinky bro and there's like dominatrix out there that make like tons of money yeah like like beating people up, which I or, think is pretty awesome. Or like humiliation play, where they actually don't have to do jack shit other than say talk to people like you're my dirty little slave and like boy. pee on them and things. And or not even like I'm just gonna sit here and you're gonna lick my right. shoes. That's I mean, like there's something. There's so so many forms of it in terms of the profession. There's so many forms of it in terms of the um, personal expression of what you can do. So I want to start with some recommendations. You ready for some? I don't know. Maybe you haven't seen them. Have you seen the movie The Secretary? No. Oh, you gotta watch. Is it, it porn? So, in the in the in the kinky realm, like everyone's like Fifty Shades of Grey, boo! Although if you like shit, Fifty Shades of Grey, the only reason why people are anti, not the only reason, but the main reason is just because there's a lot of coercion in it. Well, the, people, the, I think like the sex education community is anti. Some exactly. folks like I know a lot of people that love it, who right? Are not part of the sex education. So, community. and that's okay. Like it, but but the coercion aspect, yeah, is something to to definitely and talk about. And it's wonderful that's inspired and opened people, love right? It. And it has it's made people come into sex shops. I mean, which mainstream folks like the soccer mom from Nebraska may have not set foot inside, you know, a store until that book came out. So I'd, yeah. I I want to say we shouldn't cons. shame the. Yeah. the Fifty Shades of Grey, we no. understand it's not perfect, Definitely but if you like cons. it, awesome. If it turns you on, awesome. So if you liked it, or if you didn't like it, but you're interested in some spanking and that kind of arouses you, I would check out the movie The Secretary. It is older, at least over 10 years old. Um, Who's in it? God, what is his name? Something You're really bad with spader. this. I'm so bad with the names. Yeah. Oh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it. Oh, I love um, her. Old school. So it's like, the, it's this, and it's a story, you know, this, this, she gets this job as a secretary. She's got this, like, she's a cutter and she's got some social anxiety and some depression and well, she cuts herself. Yeah. Cuts oh. herself. And that's like her outlet for her frustration or her pain, Sounds her emotional familiar. pain. And she gets this job as a secretary. I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but essentially like enters into this, this, um, kind of like kinky exchange with her boss, and so there's a lot of spanking in it, and it's and just just the buildup of it, and the the way the relationship develops is really beautiful. And there's some challenging stuff in there too. So I highly recommend it. Check out the secretary, um, and then book wise, the claiming of Sleeping Beauty is also a lot of people's kind of first time book. Is out way before Fifty Shades of Grey. It's very much about kind of what is it called? The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. What? Yeah. Do they do some kink things of Sleeping Beauty in Disney? Uh, yeah. I think I think it's Anne. I might. Okay. I might be wrong, but so don't quote me on this. But I think it might be Anne Rice's uh, alternate ego. Oh, uh, yeah. And she wrote this book, and it's I could be wrong, okay. but it, but I I may have made this up. But it's um, but it is the Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. It's a, like a master slave kind of um mentality with a lot of spanking. Got and it. So like for me, I love spanking and master slave mentality and. In my you love the dominance. Room. I love that shit, and I love spanking. And um, but like a hundred pages of spanking, I got bored. Yeah. Well, a hundred, a hundred of anything. Like, yeah. you got to change it up. Yeah. But that's the thing for those folks listening that maybe aren't into kink or 
don't think they are kinky or whatever, like throwing in a spank or two or a little choke sesh is always fun to change things up. It gets the uh, the adrenaline pumping a little bit. And yeah, and we'll talk to you about that, how to like figure out if uh, you're even invited to do that with your partner or oh, yeah. if that's your jam. No, 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 you're fine. You're, right. you're all good. We're not correcting you. I always say, hey, spank me harder. Choke. And then that's a clear invite. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, choke me a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. Like I want it just a little bit. Just not little bit. too much, though. I'm a bruiser. Oh, yeah. And choking is one of those tricky things because if someone's choking you, it's hard to get words out, right? So you really want to probably be – and it's also tricky. It's easy to hurt someone right. and go too far. So you want to be careful to really set up um, how am I going to convey to you when it's too much? How am I going to let you know? And because you're, the ways of expressing that are kind of limited. Right. Or – Maybe even if you don't even set up a way to convey that. You set up a different kind of choking that isn't going to cut off your air passage or make it so that you can't speak. Um, so that's or do like, a hand signal or something. Yeah, or your hand, yeah, hand, hand signal signals. or tap. Right. You feel a tap. I do the tap out. Or if I punch you in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's consensual that's punching. Nice. Um, I'm a bruiser that I'd bruise my neck and my leg. With yeah, that. well, you can also choke, like, not just, like, not a full grip around the right. neck. If you if you go around the base, kind of like the way, like, jiu-jitsu people would do, like, right? It's a little more like an art. Oh. So, anyways, go go Google some jiu-jitsu skills. So, you like spanking and choking or just spanking? Um. Okay, so I love spanking, choking. Uh, I like choking. Um... I like hair pulling when it's done just... So this is the tip for hair pulling, everyone. You have long-ass hair. Don't grab at the end of the hair. No. Take your fingers, rub them close to the person's scalp as close as possible, and grab there from the roots. Yep. And that way, you don't hurt the neck. You have more mobility and moving them around. And it it just... And it feels sensual. You get the fingers rubbing against the scalp. I love that. Those are three things that I'm into, too. I'm into to April well on the air. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Yes. Love it. I have no safe word with that one. <laughs> it's just all safe. Green, it's green, all, green. It's a green light. And if someone doesn't have hair, then that doesn't really work so well. Yeah, I'm with you on the spanking and the choking Yeah, in moderation you know I and don't, the hair pulling. I don't like face slapping. Oh, no, and no, I, no. And no. Well, okay, I don't. Me neither. I don't, I, and when I say don't like it, on a scale of one to ten, it's not that I dislike it. It's like a three for me. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I'm a zero. I taught my partner recently how to do it right because without – so the way to do it is actually to, in my opinion, hold the hi- the chin. Mm-hmm. So he would hold the chin, my chin with one hand, and then lightly slap, like cupping his hand, not just like a flat hand thing, but cupping his hand, lightly slapping the um, – just with like the, the pads cheek. of his fingers. Yeah. Like the fat part of the cheek. Yes. While holding my face because if it isn't – if it doesn't do it, it's just like a shock to the face. The head's like – and – and that works, but it still isn't like my main jam. I'm still a little like. Mm, I'm not into not boob slapping much. either. No tit slapping. No, I, I like the booty. Booty slapping's cool. That's good. Like a nice, like a like nice a cupped palm. hand. Or yeah. I, I, I can take a lot of booty slapping. I w- I don't know. I was into you know, um, spanking in my last relationship. This one I haven't pursued it so much. Not as much. But I'm ready for it. Are you going to spank or are you be spanked? No, I'll be spanked. All of the above. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm the spanky, not the spanker. Ooh. Hey. So wait, some spanking tips. Um, one way I learned, one is to to take your palm as if you're like cupping a grapefruit. You taught my ex-husband this and we used it often. I did? Yeah. Awesome. He was always like, Amy taught me how to do it right. <laughs> He's like, I, I know how to do this. Yes, like this or like this? Like this. <laughs> So take your hand like you're cupping a grapefruit, holding a grapefruit, and then as you move the arm to smack, you don't use the whole body. You're actually only using the arm. So so you pull the arm back and then smack with this cup grapefruit. It's when like people use their whole body to flinch that it gets a little too much. Or flat hand actually hurts the person that's that's spanking. So you're like, wait, it felt worse for me than for you. Or you know one of my new favorite spanks. 
It's the L spank. Oh. So you make an L like this. Like, say this is my butt. Like that. Oh, yeah. So as if you're like going to hit it, like, but then you go up. Oh, yeah, like good. a 90 degree angle. Oh, that sounds nice. It's you know fun. what I love? Like the kinkiest thing that I think that I'm into, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is this Napoleon. hog tie system. <laughs> what? Napoleon. 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 I, do, I have like my arms and my legs tied behind my back with like, and it has this hook feature in the middle. Not hook, but like like a hole where you can grab it and then like Pull it. fuck doggy style with that. Like that's how, and then with some spanking. And sometimes I wear a blindfold. That's good sensory play. Yes. Yeah. So when you get rid of one of the senses, it heightens all the other ones. Right. Or you can get rid of two. You put in, like you can't say you put some headphones in someone. There's music and they Ooh. can't hear. And you put blindfold on them, and all the sensations of the skin. I like that. Get more intense. Are you ready for the Unleashed tour, where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also... Let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's my happily ever after, Yeah, 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 what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If you, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to try that because I love the, I love not being able to use my hands or my legs to do stuff and then being blindfolded. I don't know what's coming. So I think that's awesome. Um, But the the headphones could be really interesting. Yeah. 
I like that, Amy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Meow, chicka, yeah. meow, meow. But that's so there's like me. there's obviously a lot of reasons why people are into kink. So um, we just talked about like sensory play, and then people a lot of people think it's pain, but it's more that it can be an art form. It can be um, a way to play out some old childhood wounding. A lot right. of it is that playing out. Like a lot, of my stuff is a lot of childhood wounding. My dad stuff. spanked me. Maybe that's why I like the spanking. I got some spanking too. Issues. Yeah, I usually use a belt. Ooh, I don't like a belt anymore. You got belted. <laughs> Yeah. You were from the Midwest. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Let me get the switch. <laughs> and now there's people that are, that, but there are people that like that as and they're there's consenting caning too, to doing that. Uh-huh. Which yeah. is like a full cane, just like straight Snacking. up. But they're right. doing it in a way where they're really asking for it. And it's, it's set up in a way that is, um, you know, consensual and respectful. And so it's a big difference from when you used to be caned or smacked or belted. What do you call that? Whipping? Whipped? Whipped. When you yeah. were Well, I think younger. whipping's like the... Yeah. Like that's, what do we call it, the belt, though? I think it's just a belting. Thing? Belting? Belt. I'm going to give you a belt. <laughs> oh, wait. No. There, there's a Simpsons episode oh. where this guy, this like he's like this this teacher who's who's uh, says, if you do X, Y, and Z, that's a paddling. That's a paddling. That's a paddling. And that's a paddling. He's <laughs> like, essentially, if you do anything, that's a paddling. <laughs> Are you sure there was a family guy? That sounds like a family guy. I think it's Simpsons. Is it? Okay. Don't Either way, yeah, that's a paddling. That's a paddling. Yeah, it's a paddling. I'm gonna do that to you today. We're at the pool party. Amy, that's a paddling. Spank me at the pool party. Yeah, it's a paddling. So yeah, lots of reasons why people are doing kink. Um, where does it come from? What makes people kinky? There's so many things. Just kind of like what makes determines people's orientation. Although, um, kink probably is is more of a nurture versus nature thing. So. Uh, past experiences not and it doesn't not, not always trauma you can have a wonderful experience of some sort that can make you kinky um exposure to something that just just kind of sparks things or just being raised in a really open environment where you don't identify as kinky and someone shows you something kinky and you're like hey i'm into that or something deeper and intrinsic you know for me i've been a rape fantasy girl since i was 10 yeah uh when i saw melrose place saw my first rape scene i was like Wow, oh, why is my vagina? That was like tingle. so G rated. I'm surprised they did uh, it. Melrose scene. Place was not G rated. Huh? There was a scene. Oh, that was thinking 90210. Yeah, this place. Yeah, 90210. Yeah, Melrose Place was after. See, 90210 was from like 9 to 10, or no, 8 to 9. And yeah. Then, and then, or no, Melrose was after, so it was like the later night. And there was a scene where there was a woman being tied up to a pole, and then her partner was there, but he was tied up by some like kidnapper dude, and the kidnapper actually raped her in front of. Her partner. Now, I do not condone rape. I do not want this to happen to me. I was really turned on by that. I don't have any sexual trauma in my life. How old were you? Ten. I saw the scene. I was like, like, oh, my God. This is the hottest thing ever. And I would use that in my spank bank. I didn't masturbate because I was was a late masturbator. But just like the 18, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Just the thoughts of it. I would just like replay it in my mind and like be really turned on by it. And I've talked to people about it since then who aren't really um, in the sex educator realm that are a little bit like, ah, it's weird. What's wrong with you? And now that I've later understood it more, it's completely. Well, it's not. I hate the word. I hate the word normal too. Well, it actually, if you look at like. Again, sex at dawn, which I've been obviously oh, midterm. Yeah, it's, it's all about like that rape fantasy stuff. Is it comes from a lot of our DNA and anthropologically speaking, because we're primates. Yeah. Um, that's a whole thing. It's like the the seed that will plant the child. Because it's all like yeah. it's evolution. It's in our it's in our system. I'm glad you said that because I remember I actually when I did that podcast with Chris Ryan who wrote that book. He's he commented on that, and I totally forgot about that piece, and I actually don't remember it enough to 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 reiterate that here but um but i like that you that you are accommodated that it goes beyond 
be, goes beyond the nurture. It's biological. Yeah. It's it's and, there's and nature. We, we talk. I'm we, sorry. It goes beyond nurture. Because, yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I think like in our nature, for the most part, we we love also like. Um, Things that are and not everyone. Everyone's so different, but it is a lot of um, the alpha male and the, the it's it comes from um, because we're primates and, and DNA spreading and sharing and it's it's very interesting to me. But yeah, look in the book Sex of Dawn or just but bonobos don't rape and those are like a species that we're closely closely linked to. But they do not ever have bonobos on record raping. But no, chimpanzees chimpanzees do. Um, fools are angry and like silverback gorillas we kill back <laughs> we're talking about, yeah yeah but yeah. they like we're the only and and we're so close like everyone thinks we're closer to chimpanzees but we're actually closer to bonobos and they don't have signs of rape actually monogamy perhaps could be linked to why rape occurs monogamy and rape yeah because we're in these societal like beliefs of of um being with one person oh, and one person only well i've heard that, that rape is often it's, i mean it's a power thing obviously and related to access, access right. to bodies, to sexual um, expression, which is that's definitely not an excuse. And it's coming from um, a deeper place, not just like it's not like I'm horny. It's coming from a, it's a much dominance, yeah. dominance and a, and a lack and a maybe a sense of entitlement, anger, power, rage, you know, all that stuff. So. So humans are interesting. Point, yeah. Yeah. Humans are very interesting, and so like rape, you know, rape fantasies and and actually you know doing role play of rape fantasies or having rape fantasies can be um, a part of your king play as well. They'll need a lot of safe words if you're going to role play, of course. What yeah. does no mean? What does yours mean? What do we right. Mean? So establishing, and we're going to talk about that. I think in more detail, yeah. like establishing um, the communication that's like involved in yeah. having a kinky. You know, a if you safe, want a, a yeah. safe and but yet Respectful. like doing it in the right way, which yeah. in um, a good way, in a good way. Um, and then BDSM. So BDSM. What does BDSM mean? Bondage. So we have bondage. So the B, the B and the D, bondage and discipline. Discipline. Then the D combines with the S and we have dominance and submission. Then the S and the M, they hang out together. We have sadism and masochism. So bondage, rope bondage. We know what that means. And right. well, you can actually do bondage outside of rope. There's like I did ways. bondage. I, it's Velcro. Velcro, that, but yeah, that yeah. Hot, that uh, hog tie system. Yeah. So the person that's being being tied up somehow is either relinquishing control, or it's an art form, or um, or a sensation play too. When the rope is touching your body, right. and just sensation of it. Like I've seen Midori do her rope bondage workshops. If you, you've um, tied me up before, remember? Like when I learned to chest when you were, thing? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, from Midori. Right. Yeah, and I have a picture, like an old yeah, picture. That, yeah, it's beautiful, and little, it looks I gorgeous. I don't, I don't think I can do but it. But that anymore. book, what's that book called? It's the, the Art of Japanese Rope Bondage by Midori. Um, there's also some other, some other good ones by the Naughty Boys. They do um, some books as well that are really great. And the way she does Rabanjo, she's tying someone up. It's literally like the most beautiful scene where she's like, you see the rope just kind of wisp by. Is it wisp or whisk? Wisp? Wisp. With a P. With a P. Wisp by. And then she just like, shoo, 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 shoo. And the person that she's tying up is like, usually it's someone that's into that kind of thing. And so they're like, oh, and like they're, you know, they're really like just it's get it's getting their motor going it's beautiful yeah that yeah. sounds nice and then you know they're tied up in a way where they can't move but it's the art form and for her you know it's the art form combined with this 
And you can get like silky soft ropes. It doesn't have to be. Have to, yeah. No, there. I mean, get, you want cotton, right? Cotton, but well, there's hemp. I'm sorry, you. There's other ones, but you don't want to get like your like well, the burlap rope, like shitty old nylon. No, yeah, because just doesn't feel that great in the skin. But cotton, you can wash. Right. And hemp is really awesome, really well made. And you can get it in beautiful colors, so it's not like you can do like a red. That's what you tied me up in red, Amy. You look good in red. I like red. She consented, everyone. I did. So bondage. We did some bondage there. Um. Uh, discipline. We all know what discipline is, but, um, discipline can come in a lot of, a lot of ways. And, uh, so some people just like to be disciplined or some people like to give discipline. So that's kind of like the power exchange there. The Catholic um, school girl scenario. Ooh. Or like some humiliation play. Yo. Ooh, hey. Yes. Like yeah. you, you've been a bad boy. Now you've got to go went, sit in the corner. I went to this porn exhibition in um, New York like not too long ago. It was like all about the art of porn in, at the Museum of Sex. And there was like this huge movement in the, I think it was like the 1900s, like the early 1900s, where people, like the first photographs of like porn that were taken were Catholic nuns with priests and Woo! doing like oral on the priest the nun and i was like that is so interesting to me um but there's you know the whole like ruler um thing like i mean that's like that's like a classic totally i mean that and that's like the rule of thumb comes in yeah you know where you could only hit people i think i think catholicism brought that up with uh um a device that was only as large as your thumb so I never use that, the whole rule of thumb thing. I don't say that. That's where rule of thumb that's comes where from? That's where it comes from. Fucked up, bro. I never. I'm not down with that. Uh, me neither. I don't like it unless it's consensual, then I'm down. All right. All right. So anyways. Um, <clears throat> Did I interrupt? That was an interruption. No, that wasn't an interruption. Oh, no, that's good. good. No, no, okay, no. awesome. We're very conscientious. <laughs> uh, so dominance and submission, this is kind of like what I really like to play with. Um, and uh, if you've listened to past, past podcasts, you're probably sick of hearing me talk about this. Um so there's dominance submission and then sadomasochism. I'm personally more into dominance and submission. And when, when you look at dominance and submission versus sadomasochism, you can look at, like, for me, I could, if I was in a sadomasochism, I would probably be a pain slut. And you're like at bottom. I'm a bottom. Yeah. I'm and we'll totally talk about that. Yeah. I'm a bottom, or I could play into the slave master mentality where I'd be like the slave like, or yes, the daddy master. little girl, oh, and I'd be a little yeah. girl. Okay. And, um, and sadomasochism is more about this sensation. So if I was a masochist, I would like to receive pain. Um, although there's different variations of pain too. And you can be like a versatile, kind yeah, of like you switch, switch it up. Yeah, right. I like both. I think I like I'm a switch. It. Yeah, you're a switch. But I don't do you really not inflict pain do, would you or be a, things. Or would you even say that you're in the state of masochism? Or do you like to receive no. pain or give pain? I think the only thing is just like the spanking and the choking. Yeah. So spanking can be... Choking isn't usually painful. It's just... It's a sensory oh. deprivation. It's kind of an act of dominance. So you surrendering. like... So you... F- with the... With the um, with your stuff? So you, um, when I... So I am a little bit of a masochist. Okay. I have a high pain tolerance. Um... I like when I get massages, I like it to hurt deep. Yeah. I want the painful shit. And I also like a little bit of pain in certain realms of my life. And I think spanking, I can, I like a little bit of the pain. I like kind of like a little bit of that, like the wind being knocked out of me thing, but it Mm -hmm. has to be done very respectfully and properly for you. Yeah. So okay. dominance submission is a, little, is a little different. So yeah, I don't guess I'm not into a lot of pain. I like to experience the pleasure. And sometimes it hurts too much. I'm like, ah, yeah. no, less less is more for me. Yeah. Oh, that's, and then we can talk about the little light system here. Um, and that's, okay, so some other reasons. BDSM. Talk about power exchange. Some people like to be in the receiving realm, or like the submissive realm, where they just want a deep release. Like they're... 
you know, and this could be like your your you know your CEO of a big Fortune 500, what do they call it? Mm-hmm. Fortune 500, where they're always in charge of everything, or or even not even like your 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 fucking soccer mom who has to run the show all the time, be on top of her game, but she's in the bedroom and just wants to let go, right? And um, so so it can really balance our day to day life of what we are craving or missing, and balance. If you haven't heard about core erotic theme, it's episode two. We talk about that a lot there, right? We do, yeah. yeah. Go back there and check it out because it can work with that too. I have a question or just putting it out there. Do you think since spanking is less accepted in today's society with children and how especially Western world people are raising their kids versus how Generation X, the millennials have been raised, uh, do you think it's going to change some of how BDSM is is out there because think about it. A lot of this stuff comes from our childhood, our experiences. Like, I don't know. I was, it just hurt it like in a bad way, in a negative way. I think that not in a bad way, but I'm saying maybe BDSM will change because spanking isn't as prevalent in, in in our child in in people's child. Like everyone's anti spank back in the eighties. We were growing up. Yeah. Like people, what do do we know know about the Midwest? I mean, like are people, are people still, people are still spanking all over the world. Like we know that that's, Oh yeah. Their children are getting spanked. Oh, and, and they're getting worse than that for sure. That's definitely still happening. There is just, no- okay. So maybe I, I'm wrong. I just thought like the baby boomer, gener- the baby boomers, and like our well, generation. It's now not socially acceptable right. in like Western culture, uh, but people are still doing it. But if you were still doing it and you like were in a coffee shop in California talking to your homie and you're like, yeah, I spanked my my daughter the other day, they'd be like, what? Yeah. That's abuse. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more. Um, there's, I mean, now there's this movement for don't even push your children to like hug your hug Uncle Bob what? unless they say they want to do it because now you're teaching them that they have to consent to touching other people or wow. being touched by them, which I love. I love that. I don't like the idea of, and we're not Uncle Bob, let's not just say it's always it's creepy men. Auntie Jane. I don't know if I agree with that because in most countries that you, like in, when you go to France, you're kissing on two cheeks. When you go to Netherlands, you're kissing on three cheeks. And that was hard for me when I lived abroad. When I lived like in Israel and Spain, I was always like, oh, my God, I have to go in for a kiss. And I'm like a very I have my space. I'm a germaphobe, yada, yada. But like it was really hard for me to condition myself to get used to that. So I don't know if that will ever be socially accepted globally. I doubt it. So it's a little different. So say you have a four year old child, girl, boy, whatever, whatever gender you want to put them in. Um, and there is a family member or even a friend like, like that they see all the time, like, Hey, there's your auntie April, go give her a hug. And the little child is like in the corner shrinking, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And you're like, you have to. Oh, wow. Because this is your aunt. I'm always like, can I have a hug? So there's, you want a there's this bump? mentality of like, it's rude if you if you don't, it's your aunt, it's your grandma, it's your grandpa, it's, you know, it's whatever. And not teaching them at a young, cause you're imprinting them. If you actually teach them, you get to choose, you get to choose whether or not you, Do you feel touch like giving them a hug. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to. I guess okay. that's okay with children. So I'm just you're thinking teaching them at a young age to decide if they want to share their body or not. I, th- I think that's really, really valuable. I think it's powerful for sure. I just, I don't know if it's sustainable in most countries. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's definitely like a Western culture movement and. Well, France and is Western. To, it's USA. Yeah. America. Yeah. And they, I mean, those people that are adopting that in France, then they probably wouldn't force their little kid to go do the, like when they're old and when they're old and they want to decide for themselves to do the, the cheek kiss, they'll do it. Right. Or not. 
or not. Yeah, you okay. have to decide. Sorry, we went off on a tangent, but I just... No, that's good. I, it occurred to me... Yeah, yeah, I think it, it just occurred to me with... Because society has changed so much. Yeah. I mean, and I think probably if you were kinky back in the 50s, 60s, you didn't talk about it. There wasn't like a platform online where you could meet other kinky people. You know, it was like more of a closeted in your home kind of thing. Even like medieval times, obviously, oh, which is like a lot of a lot of things were different back then. You think? Like Game of Thrones torture and shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started on that one. Don't okay. even. So... Anyways, so we talked about why. Okay, so power exchange, release. Um, BDSM can give an altered state of consciousness where you literally go into ecstatic states. You get sensory overload, transcendence, kind of like Tantra. In fact, uh, the book Urban Tantra has a lot of really great overlap. This is written by Barbara Corellis, who's one of my teachers for Tantra. Um, she talks about how uh, really good kink can actually be very tantric in that there's a oneness or deeper intimacy with your partner or partners and it involves this deep trust, surrender, vulnerability. Um, it's really, yeah, really, really beautiful the way she paints that picture. And there's also worshiping, honoring. There's so many reasons why people are into these things. So there's a lot of options. Where does the worship and like that's part of the... It's one of the ways, it's just one of the outlets, one of the forms of expression. You can be kinky without worshiping or honoring. Okay, I got it. Um, But it can be something that someone really, like maybe someone's core erotic theme is I want to be worshiped or honored. And here's one of the movies, Kink. Right. Episode two, everyone. Episode two. Language, everyone. So um, bottom... Bottom is the person there. Things are being done to them. A bottom isn't always on the bottom. A bottom can be a bottom from the top. Like I can be a bottom while on top of my partner. Um, but it's the person where things are being done to them. It's not a physical them. location. It's more of like the... Uh, the, the doer and the doee. Right. Yeah. So doee, is that right? No. No, but doer it's okay. And the receiver. Yeah. yeah. It's the giver and the receiver. <laughs> yeah. Bottom's the receiver. The, the top is the doer of the things. They can make the bottom do things. But at the end of the day... The bottom actually has control if you're in a completely beautiful, consensual experience. Um, the bottom is actually the one calling the shots deep down, even if it doesn't sound like they are. Which it's, also is a form of power. Totally. Which you, is oh, kind of awesome. Yeah, power bottoming. Right. Hey. And you could be a switch. You can switch it up. You can be like, I do all of these things. Um, communication is really important, as you've heard us talking about. Safe words. Everyone's like, you know, talking about safe words all the time. It's kind of like, like a joke, right? Like, right. What is it's the, like, um, what's your safe word? Portlandia. What's their safe word? Cacao. Oh, yeah. Cacao. Cacao. Yeah, cacao. And we talked to Reed Mahalko on our episode about casual sex, and his safe word was orange. Orange, yeah. Like, My safe word's orange. Yeah. So Sparkle I think pony. Sparkle pony. Sparkle pony. Yeah. Our unicorn spit. Donkey dick. Donkey dick. <laughs> That's my favorite. Donkey dick. Donkey dick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, and safe words, there. But this is all stuff you should be establishing right before. Depending on what you're doing. In your scenario. You might, I don't use safe words for what I'm doing. I don't either. Yeah, I mean, I'm, so my partner is experienced in jujitsu, so when they're choking me, they have a clear understanding of what's safe and what's not. If mm. they didn't, I would want to get a tap symbol down so I could tap them and let them know what was up. Um, with, in terms of, of spanking, the way that we're doing it is just like, we only get a couple spanks in, but if you're doing a, a spank scene with the partner, where you're literally spanking over and over again for a long time, you might want to use the light system or the number system. When the light system is? With, like, green is just go. Like, that's that's all good. Green, There's, green, green. Well, green you wouldn't usually say unless you want to talk a lot. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, nah, that's my like, problem. Green, 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 green. Yellow is, uh, that's pushing my edge. So you just say it once, like, yellow. Yeah, yellow. 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 Red is, you've gone a little too far. You need to take it down a couple notches. Okay. So it's going to continue 
However, it's just giving the like red. It's not yeah. like stop. It's like okay, red lesson. Is, well, red it can be so red. Yeah, you, and you could even go deeper. Maybe you need to do like an orange means you need to take it down. That would be a problem with and a red is like you need to stop, and we need to have some processing. I don't know. Whatever you need, fuchsia. Fuchsia. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do with that? Fuchsia. Fuchsia. It's like anything goes. Anything. <laughs> I like it. It's a turquoise. Yes to everything. And then the number system too. If you if you say if you want to do like just all spanking scene for twenty minutes, and spank someone, you could spank them and ask them for a number, and they could just say the number. So if it's really light, it'd be a one or two. If it's feeling a little more intense, maybe a five. It's feeling too like super intense. Eight. Ten, and you need to establish what was too much. So okay. like like a one to ten scale. Ten is the like stop. Ten, no, eight eight is like your eight is edge, max. and nine and ten is like way it's like too Thai far. food. And this is a great thing if you're planning. It's like, <laughs> how you want spicy? Tie 10. <laughs> you want, you want, what level you want? And then April always orders ten. the spiciest. Yeah. And, like and my Maximum. mouth is burning. And I love spicy. <laughs> and then she's, she's like, like, this is going to burn right. on the way in and out. Chip. See, that's a little bit of your masochist. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like spicy food. I like it to hurt. Yeah. I know. So, um, so anyways, if you're going to say, so maybe this is a new partner or a repetitive partner, but you want to start adding spanky into your sexual repertoire. Um, you could actually just experiment with this. Like, okay, I'm going to spank you a number of times. Can I? <laughs> ask you. Right? I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. This is Fifty Shades of Grey, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, may I? Are you into this? Hey, hey, lovely sex partner. Um, I'd like to play with some spanking. Are you I want interested? an eight. Okay, but I'm I'm, I'm oh. play with you. So, oh, you know, oh, I'm gonna, okay. hi, hey April, hey, uh, who my partner who I have sex with on the occasion. Um, I'm really feeling like I'm into some spanking. How, what do you think about that? You want to be spanked or you want me to spank you? Uh, I'm feeling like I'd like to be the spank or. Okay. I like to spank you. What I do like you to get spanked. Really? Totally. Awesome. So what I would like to just start out with is uh, if we don't have to do it like right now, but when we're playing, um, I can maybe start to spank you and you can give me some numbers as I'm spanking you. Okay. And a one would be, it's really light and easy. A five would be like kind of medium perfect. An eight would be like way, like your edge, like that's as far as you can go. And a nine, ten is like you went too far. When we could just kind of play with that. When and you see say it went too far, do you mean are you going to stop if I say nine or ten? Yeah, I'm going to stop. I'll okay. stop and then what I'll is an try, eight? I'll, then I'll it'll go just lighter, like lighter. Or I'll, and I'll also go lighter and ask you what you need. If I went too far, I also am going to be like, what do you need right now to make you feel safe again? Okay, will you pull my hair too? Oh yeah, sweet. One hand in the I'm hair, in. one hand in the. Yeah. <laughs> What's my safe word? Um, well, you can use numbers. So oh. you're gonna, your numbers your safe word. Okay, yeah. got it. I got it. I'm on. I'm on board. Let's do this. Yeah, eight. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, eight was edge. So yeah, that's a, that's a potential. Oh, it hurts. Smack my chest, dude. I know. Potential conversation for doing that, and then after that, once we figured out, now I, as the giver, have an understanding of what you're looking for, what's too much, when you need the aftercare, when we need to stop, slow down, you know, all of the above. What's too light? So if it's, I mean, if, I feel like if you, you're, you know, having these, like that's like new partner kind of talk. If you're with your partner, you do that with someone that you, if it's a partner you've been for five years and you've never played with spanking, and now you want to play with it, right? Then you could do that. Or okay, you have played with spanking and someone's been spanking all wrong. Like maybe you're the receiver and you're like, honey, I love when you spank me. And what I love even more is we could really like play with it and narrow it down to figure out exactly what works Let's for both of us. Let's use the numeral scale here. Yes. Let's use some numbers. Yeah. Make it a playful experience. And then you can do like a test run, like a, like almost like in an experiment where you're like, okay, like spank me 10 times. I'll give you like numbers, numbers of hardness to softness. And yeah. And you'll get that, an understanding. Right. And I think that's a good way to, and that's then you a can good way move to add spice forward. You know, so say you start to adopt spanking 
And then it could be, I'm not going to say the ones and ones through fives, but when things are in eight through 10, I'm, I'll let you know. That's good. Yeah. And so that then the partner will always know when they're at the edge and when they've gone a little too far. Right. So this is a really beautiful, but it's all about establishing the boundaries. Yes. I mean, whether it's and speaking them, but establishing them prior to going into the experience. And if you're in the experience, let's say things are just hot and heavy because sometimes their communication is hard yeah, right. we get caught up and you get caught up so it's good to just take a moment and be like hey i love this but hey real quick and? can we establish some um just some number system like eight is a lot so go with it but when or i say press, eight, can, we, can we press pause and talk about it right or, exactly what will work for us yeah that's right. great it's okay to press pause at any point to figure out what works for both people even if they're like hey my dick's not getting hard yeah well we'll get it hard again bro. yeah it's don't great. worry we got all the time my clip owner went down damn it <laughs> So we talked about consent uh, a little bit, uh, negotiation. So this is the negotiation that April just talked about, which is really great. We talked about coercion. There's a big difference between consent and coercion. Um, And if anyone's ever familiar with Betty Martin's work, she does a lot of really wonderful work on what's called the wheel of consent and the difference between wanting and willing. Um, And so if you're someone that's going to be playing with someone else, it's really important for you to get clear on what your boundaries are and what... Um, what it feels like in your body to get a yes or no or when a panic mode. I like to do, um, when I teach my coaching, I like to do these circles where I draw one circle and that's your comfort zone in the middle of that circle. And the outer, the circle outside of that is your stretch zone. And then the space outside of the stretch zone, that no open zone? space is your, yeah, it's your panic. I like so, the no zone. No, yeah, it's your no. No zone. Yeah. yeah. So like the no is not ozone. It's a no yeah, zone. Yeah, it's a no zone. And so in your, in your comfort zone, no growth happens. It's just like, well, I go home and I watch TV. It's like plateauing at the gym when you're like lifting weights. You don't feel old, anything. Yeah, It's just safe. And so a little it will bit, be yeah. like when we have sex. You know, like you roll missionary. my nipples, you roll my clit, we're missionary, right. and it's safe, and it's not very exciting, and it's not a lot of growth. But we hang out there most of the time. Stretch is where the growth comes in, the excitement. Um, so it's like, hey, I was spanking sounding really exciting to me. It's a little edgy, but would you like to try it? And but and panic is like, holy shit, you slap me Hell really hard, no, yeah. and I'm going into a trauma response. We don't want to go into panic, and we do on accident quite not quite often, but sometimes. When we do, we press pause. We do some self-care or care for each other, get back into stretch or actually back into comfort at that point. Um, and these are some really helpful things. So knowing what it feels like to navigate through those zones and knowing when you get a clear yes for something, that's like, I want this versus a maybe could be like, I'm willing to do this or I'm just willing to try this thing with you versus a no. And like a no and we, needs to be It needs honored. to be like a hard no, hard yes. yes. Exactly. And that's something we've talked about so many times. So and I think it carries into all these scenarios. because Everything. Right. Like a hard no to a hard yes. A maybe is kind of like maybe check it out. But um, for check sure. It, yeah, if check. you're getting a hard no on stuff, like I would I would do a hard no on getting peed on. Yeah. You would. You'd be hard I would. no. I'd yeah. be like, you know what? I, I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. <laughs> I like not ejaculate, but not pee yeah. on myself. But yeah. I'm not going to condemn you. If you want me to pee on you, maybe I'll think about it. Yeah. It's okay. And it's okay to ask. And it's okay to, like more than okay, please, please, please voice your ASs and no's. Yeah, I'd be a hard no on... I would let someone pee on me and I'd pee on them once just to try. Yeah, fecal play is not going to be my jam. Scat. Scat, yeah, not my jam. No. What was yours? What was your hard no? I interrupted Scat you. play. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, I would, I, I'm yeah. not... I wouldn't be aroused or turned on by having urine on me or urinating on someone else. 
And if it was something my partner was really into it, I would probably do it for them on the occasion. But on I occasion. wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do it as a regular. I'd thing. probably be like, okay, in the shower only because I don't want it on my sheets. Yeah, there's your negotiation. Boom. Well, there we <laughs> Boom. go. See, and I can wash like, it right off because I'm a yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I did get peed on in the shower recently. Was it not consensual? <laughs> <laughs> Rape, rape. I was like, wait a second. What was that? It was really warm. Yes, it is. It was 97 degrees. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10. Red, 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 red. Damn it. Oh, man. I, I washed my leg with some soap after She's that. like scrubbing. I'm like scrubbing. Like, Why'd you do that? Urine is like mostly sterile, but I it's know. cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So negotiation. So uh, everything is a negotiation in a relationship with uh, multi- one partner, multiple partners, friends, lovers, whatever. Um, and you are always negotiating. You might not get exactly what you want, but perhaps you can get some fun and sexy alternatives. And I highly suggest thanking your partners for their yeses and their noes, specifically their noes. When you say thank you for your no, it really helps people to feel safe. I will not scat on you. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel deeply respected. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> I promise I'll keep my scat in the toilet. But we're not shaming scat play. Yeah. If you're into it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not at all. We're not, we're not shaming it Just, at all. It's, yeah. It's not, it's not my cup of tea. No, no, and no. thank yeah. you for sharing that. You're not into yeah. it either, Amy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's just, I, I actually, so when I did my sex educator training at Spissy, Spissy, org, we had to watch this whole screen, this whole like 10 different porn clips and find the one that you're most uncomfortable with. So it's everything from like bestiality mm. to whatever, you know, all kinds of porn. And the one that I stared at was this, just this close of this woman's beautiful red, perfect lipstick lips licking a piece of shit. Oh. Oh. And I was like, all right. And I stared, I think it was like 10 minutes. I was like, all right, feces, feces. I think that would be uh, really hard for me, but also bestiality because I, yeah. like animals, animals, like yeah. that's, I don't know. I was going between the two, but that one was the hardest for me the yeah. with the with the feces because it just like, yeah, it brings up all the stuff with like germs and like, you know, all that stuff, water, fecal matter. And so I, but I just, I just stayed there with it. And the point of doing that isn't to like make us into it. The point of it is to make it so that we notice the judgments and stuff that comes up so that we can work with people to put that stuff aside so that right. we don't put our judgments on other people. So, and that SFISI training is something that you've done a long time ago. And that's like, what does it stand for? It's like San Francisco, uh, San Francisco sex information. Right. Yeah, I really... did it in 2008, but they're still doing it. And they have a switchboard. If you want to ask non, non, right. um, or sorry, yes, anonymous <laughs> questions. Um, they, and it's all sex educators. And if you want to be a sex educator, they do training twice a year. For I know I, I've signed up you, yeah, for you it, be perfect for it, but you already have so much knowledge, but there's always room, for always more. room. Okay. So, um, so discipline, we talked about a little bit, but discipline's about punishment and rewards, uh, humiliation play, role play can be a part of that. Dominance and submission. So a dom attitude is kind of, there's, there's different attitudes. There's, there's like a dom attitude, a sub attitude. Dom attitude is I want this and I know you want to give it to me. Ooh. Mm. Sub attitude is I will do whatever you say. And then this could also be part of it, but I might be a brat about it. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. You little naughty little one. Woo. Within that, it could be a slave master dynamic, a daddy, mommy, little girl, little boy dynamic. Uh, animal play can be a part of it. You're my puppy. You're I'm my, a koala. You're my little pig. I'm a koala. Oh, you're a cute koala. Now do as I say. I'm a memory of elephants. That's a group of elephants. Oh, that's <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> um, if you're someone that identifies as a sub, um, this I learned from Charlie Glickman, actually. That uh, there's ways, there's a lot of times subs just kind of lay there and be a what, pillow princess. Right, that's yeah. what I'm called. Yeah, you're, that's what you By are. some of the 
women that I've hooked up with. You fucking pillow princess. I'm like, sorry. I just want to lay and receive. I need to lick that pussy. So if you were a pillow princess and you are a sub and you have a partner that really wants to also have things initiated, um, you can be a sub and still initiate and take control. One way would be uh, show up in your sexy little outfit, whatever it is, naughty little schoolgirl, naughty little schoolboy, and just present yourself like, you know, your partner walks in from a hard, long, hard day. You're in your naughty little school person outfit. You just bend over and say, I've been a bad little girl, boy, whatever. And I need you to punish me. And they still get to be the doer and the doing, but you just initiated. Mm. Um, so there's just, there are ways along those lines where you can essentially say, here I am. I've been bad. I've been good. I've been whatever. I need to be punished. I need to be humiliated. I need need whatever your jam is. And... Here I am. Or um, answer the door in sexy attire and say, how may I serve you? Ooh. Ooh. The sexy maid scenario. Or sexy maiden. No, wait. That's maiden? Not, no, no, maid. Maid. Sexy cleaning lady? <laughs> cleaning person? <laughs> cleaning person. But I'm just coming from a place of like what I would do. Yeah. Like, cleaning. If I'm from French maid. I'm Paris, from France. Paris. Hello. Um, another thing you could do is... Uh, blindfold someone, so the sub person, and oh no, no, I'm right, vice versa. Blindfold the dominant one and tell them three things that th- that that you want them to do. Wait, did I say this right? Tell me three things. That, so, so you blindfold them, so the person that is the dominant one. So you're the sub. I'm gonna blindfold you. You're my dominant April, and I'm the okay. Sub. Okay, I blindfold you, and I say, tell me three things that you want me to do to you right now. So you would do the things to me, but I'm the dominant one. Yes, exactly. But I'm telling you what to do, but I'm still taking initiative oh. by taking that control and giving you the invite to tell me what you want to do. And just little things like that, can because it can be exhausting just always being the initiator. But like if you're sub, then it sometimes feels like, like, you, like I want you to pretend you're my animal, my dog, and I want to pet you like that. You would be the dominant, but if I'm your aunt, well, okay. That's a switch. We just switch. I mean, you can play, you switch okay. it. Yeah, okay. but yeah. Um, yeah, it would be. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just you just tap into the role. Initiating so is it just stuff that, that I you want start you to do as the initiator? You well, can. If- so as a, as a sub initiator, I'm saying that you don't have to just sit there and wait for the dominant person to initiate oh. it with you. You can present yourself and say like, "I'm here for you to take advantage of," but I'm consenting to it. Okay, got in it. In a lot of ways, got it. Sorry, and I that's just want to initiating. Yeah, and it, and so that can just take off the whole thing, or maybe. Cooking in nothing but an apron and then serving your king or queen as a way of honoring or worshiping them. Sushi, sushi outfit, sushi bikini. Eat it off me. Yeah. Meow. Or or being when they're when you are playing, being a brat and doing things to get punished on purpose. Don't put the wasabi near your vulva. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) That hurts. (laughs) Um, Okay, so sadomasochism. Pain versus pleasure. Same receptors. There's a lot of overlap there. In fact, people have been able to uh, turn pain into pleasure and pleasure into pain. Um, I've had, I've had people who have gone to meditation retreats and with intense back pain and they meditate for 10 days straight and their back pain turned right into pleasure at, at the end of that retreat because mm. they meditated on it that long. So there's a lot of overlap there. Um, we talked about breath play and choking uh, sensation play as a part of this as well. So you, when you see like floggers and things and whips and all that stuff, a lot of it is, some of it is about pain and a lot of it is just about sensation. A lot of it actually doesn't hurt. Right. Um, so you know, like paddles, those things hurt. And there's like the feathers Pains. that are light. And oh, the, yeah. yeah. And the paddles and yeah. the star crops yeah. that leave like a mark, that like hurts. a star. Yeah. You can get these crops that actually when you spank... A partner leaves a nice it leaves like a, a star welt, or yeah. you can get them in different shapes, like a rose. So that's kind of fun, but it does sting. Yeah, I got a staph infection on my butt once after getting spanked by. At w- pure pleasure. Yeah. yeah, 
I was like, through jeans, through jeans. It just like broke the skin just enough under my pants that I was like, what's on my ass? I thought I got bit. It's probably like, in the stick part butt. of it too. People yeah. usually miss and hit the stick if you do it kind of incorrectly. And, right. And then that can really hurt and break the skin. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why people are into this. Sensory play um, can be a big thing. So and the the sensations that it gives on your body beyond what we're normally doing or used to, and that's why sensory deprivation is pretty awesome. Because if we get rid of a sense or a sense, so like blindfolding or hearing or both, then it heightens all the touch. And there's a really cool practice called bondage. If you guys have Ooh. never heard of it, um, it was created by someone that lives in Santa Cruz, and it is a combination of massage with all like BDSM, where you it's like this ritual where you're. Um, you're you're cuffed and blindfolded, and you have this music on your earphones, so you can't hear or see anything, and you're t- bound down consensually to a massage table, and they use all these different like utensils and things on you. That to give would you drive me mad. Experience. I had it happen before. I was a demo model for it, and they they asked me before. They're like. So how do you feel about some light anal play? They were, you know, they having the is this where you got the anal hook? Yes. Oh, you tell me and about I know this. what an anal hook <laughs> Sorry, is. I didn't mean to spoil no, alert because that's a great story. Yeah, but so we, like, you know, I said I would be a model, but then I'm a model for it because they're teaching another person how to do it. So there are two different women working on me. And they had a whole long conversation about what, what are my yeses, what are my noes, what can they use, what can they not? You know, safe words. Like, and there wasn't words, but it would, in that sense, be I could actually talk in it, which is there. So there was words, but I couldn't hear or see anything, but I could vocalize. Um... And they bound me down and they use all these different things. And they had asked me about banal plays. Okay. And I was like, sure. And I felt this like cold sensation going to my ass. It was like a stainless steel butt right, plug. Right, right. The hook. But then I felt this pressure of it pulling up. And there was rope already with my hands bound behind my back. And then I felt this pressure between my hands and my ass where I was being tied from the rope of my Whoa. hands to my ass. And I was like, well, I'm being anal hooked. <laughs> You're like, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Well, so, but you couldn't. You could talk, so you could have I told could them. I could have said, right. yeah, I could have, could have like read or right. or too much or stop or whatever. Like you just like going with it. Done. Yeah, they're professionals. Way to be. Yeah, Way to take one for the team. So for the sake special. of learning, Amy. Good yeah, job. Man, yeah. Such a giver. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, nipple play, I just want to say for nipple clamps, the one thing I didn't know, and maybe you don't know this, maybe you do, was it's the sensation of clamping is one thing. But more so is when you actually clamp the nipples and then you take them off later, take them it's off. the blood flow coming back. Right. In. I did know that. But yeah, I had no, I learned that later. It was kind of a trip. I was like, what? No yeah. Way. It's cutting off the, the circuit. That's like, like choking too, because it's, yeah. it is such like, it's a, you know, a cutoff of the, the oxygen. And then yeah. like when you actually let go release, like, it's like, yeah. and it, like there's just like something in that that's yeah. like. It's almost like the power or something involved. Yeah, a lot in it. of it goes beyond the sensation. A lot of it is the taboo of it or the power play, and some right. of it is all about sensation. So it just depends on what people are into, right? Um, fetish isn't something we're gonna go deep, too deep into. I feel like we need to have someone on the show for that. Um, but that's usually some things, so like objects, materials, body like the parts. The doctor that, nurse situation. That's like a big one. I feel like for a lot of people, a fetish, a fetish, where they're they're. Uh, they're turned on by like the like the I don't know I've been in a dungeon before in Chicago and there's a whole area dedicated and I've heard talked to so medical many people. play you mean medical play, medical play right yeah. which is a fetish yeah medical play so medical play could be anything from um, using a speculum to open someone's uh, vaginal canal up right. and you know there's a lot of different ways of playing it and because um, doctor nurse is more of a role play okay thing. so I'm I'm. Yeah, I'm not more in medical, but it would be something. So objects, materials, body parts, actions that trigger sexual desire that are usually just considered um, alternative. 
And there's different versions. So there's um, mild fetishes that kind of enhance things. Like a foot fetish or something? Uh, foot fetish can, again, there's mild to extreme. So extreme is I only get off to feet. Oh, mild is I get turned on by feet. But okay. extreme is I only get off to it. So there's a distinction. Or like say someone has a latex fetish, you know, latex clothing. I only get off to the touching latex versus latex just kind of turns me on. Okay. So like some people need something to get turned on. And um, and again, this is just this can come from so many places. And this is just person to person. It just yeah. varies. Yeah. And some people might may not even know their, their fetishes or that they, or even they have shame them. themselves. Or there isn't right. a lot of room for it. What's wrong with me? I'm not normal. What's wrong with me? Um, and that comes down to the core erotic theme, right? Like there's a thing here that's intrinsically like a really important part of who you are. And if you avoid that, you're not going to be sexually fulfilled. So the hard fetish, honestly, and this is going to trigger a lot of folks. I'm going to say it though. I know where you're going with this. Pedophilia. I know. I was, yeah. I was waiting for it. I was and like, I'm, let's and not. And I'm not an advocate for it. And, um, and it comes from a lot of places, but there are, there are, that's one of them or necrophilia or there's, there's fetishes. So pedophilia is, you know, people under 18 that you're, you're into infants or you're right. into people um, and you're an adult and uh, necrophilia is, you know, dead people, you know, there's a lot of things that are, they're not consensual. You know, right. you either have a person that is awake and alive, but they don't have the, um, the age to consent of what. And we that's the message be. between also bestiality. It's like, if there's no An consent, consent, verbal yeah. or otherwise, if the, a person is, isn't consenting or a thing yeah. or, um, it, it's, then it's not okay. I got into a whole argument with this on, um, sex at dawn, that uh, Chris Ryan's podcast on tangentially speaking, which should be out soon where I was like, and within the first five minutes of the podcast, I was like, bestiality, not consensual. And he's like, but it looks like the dog's into it most of the time. Well, he has that whole thing that you showed me about masturbating yes. a cat. Yeah. Like when he was, was like, like eight years old. It looks like, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Was that was super funny. With, with I did pencil. laugh really hard yeah. with a pencil. Like like, the, the animal's looking happy, but I was like, yeah, but you could, it's coercion, man. You put the peanut butter on your cock and then the dog yeah. came and licked it and they're into the peanut butter. They're not into your dick. Or, For you some know. reason that, that, yeah, like, or I don't know. Penetrating an animal. Right. I mean, just in general, I can't say yes. No consensual sex, but pedophilia is a thing and child pornography is a thing. And it's yeah. sad, and it's it's like it, and it's tra- an epidemic, and, and, tra- and you know, and rape, and all these things. I mean, but yeah. in a lot of countries in India, you can marry um, a nine year old. I mean, you could as soon in as in any country in, back in, in day, Ethiopia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's so we have these Western things, and you know what? I will say this in my research: Grecians had nine year old sex slaves. Um, Romans, there was always it's always been in again. We're not advocating, but it's contextual. It's it's. It's also history, and it's where we've been as a as as a as a species. Yeah. I mean, this it's is based on time. Yeah, and yeah, it just and like it's all. It's just like a matter of perspective. It's a it's a perspective thing, cultural and perspective. it's a cultural yeah. thing. And um, but and how blessed are we to live in a place where there is so much on um, our side as privileged women western women right. to protect us in that way like we are so blessed we're and so super pr- lucky so fucking privileged. i know it's ridiculous and um you know i we're not going to shame anybody's thing if no. they're into whatever they're into however All keep in mind sex is good sex but that is our thing yes yeah. consensual sex is yeah. the most important thing and that's the message that we'll continue to to spread and share yeah yeah. And so like, I mean, that's a tricky thing, but that can be, you know, we're talking about these things that are bestiality, you know, all these bestiality and things that are very, um, might not be that consensual. They can be part of a fetish and, um, and actually 
quite often are unless they're coming from kind of like a sadist place but um it's 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 a it's a thing and so like so okay let me just say and there's i've heard podcasts about this and read books about this um you know if we live in a society where we didn't make pedophilia 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 a like we didn't ostracize them right away unless you know of course oh, pedophiliacs oh i thought you're talking about yeah. the actual so the, the so people of course if they cross a line then we're gonna have to do something but say we made a safe space for people to out them out to the world like hey so i have this desire and i know that it's not okay for me to explore it because it's hurtful and not consensual so we created other outlets for them. Like we made it safe to create um, like animated images for them to see, to get right. up to or whatever, instead of saying, hey, too bad. You know, there's so a like- This American Life episode that if, if anybody's ever listened to This American Life, it's NPR. Uh, it's, it's basically public radio in Chicago. They did an entire episode on pedophilia because it's a disease. And some people are, they're born with it. Like there's a, a 14 year old, 15 year old, like, and they did a whole interview and it was like, Oh, and I want to, I want to, I just, I mean, I am going to interrupt you and say that, um, it's a disease you're, that is that you're, what is the word for it? Pathologizing it. Right. Where um, I want to also make some room for it to be a fetish. Right. Um, so not because disease to a lot of people is a sickness. Totally. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. So, so, it, but it's something that's deep inside of them, right? They're, well, it's ingrained. They're not, they're like not, it, not choosing. They're not like, like addiction. I want to have this thing, right? I and and be that the was outcast. It was actually really- quite. It was for me to listen to that perspective from the other side because I am a person, as I think you are as well, that likes the whole picture, no matter what. Of course, you're like disgusting, horrible. But yeah, then when you hear it, right? But then you listen to somebody that's um, has this. They're like, thing. They are, they're like, I didn't choose Yeah, this. And so it, it is like, it, it was, I don't know, I, I don't remember the episode. It was a couple of years ago that I listened to it, but it was very, um, it, 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 it like made me look at a lot of different things in different ways because yeah. walking in someone's shoes that's not you for a little while isn't always easy. So, nope. um, and by no way are we condoning it, but I think we should get off the heaviness of the, yeah, the pedophilia. Yeah, we're a little heavy, but, but just, just like, this is just an example of, uh, potential fetish or yeah there's there's a lot of options there and in the world of fetish clothing is the most common fetish right and it's a um, school girl a, like a texture material oh. thing so not really a look necessarily it's more like a feel but it can be like a, a tutu or a latex too. latex yeah something smooth some leather um, spike, spiky whatever um, anal play in to so some people they it's um, there's a well some people have feel like they have an anal um, fetish like they are only turned on by anal play and everything else is like kind of rousing, but like, that's like the main thing that gets them going. So again, you get to decide, all right, we're almost done. Everyone, um, fantasy and role play. We already talked about that. I talked about my fantasies, uh, of, can like you be my re- Jabba of the Hutt and I'll be Princess Leia. Can I be your Chewbacca? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Harry. <laughs> Chewbacca noise. No, wait, no, that's not good. That's like a Ewok. I can't remember. It's been a minute. It's like a, no, <laughs> we've got to work on that. Damn it. I don't remember. Yeah. Hey, everyone, send us your best Chewbacca. We love that. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so fantasy and role play. Um, a lot of people want to play with it. We did a dirty talk kind of role play thing. Um, some tips about ways to do dirty talk and role play. Um, some, sometimes just talking about what you see or feel. So 
Um, so this is like a dirty talk thing. I see you rubbing your clit and I just want to put, I just want to, I want to put my finger inside of you or now I want you to put your finger inside of you or just the, the direction of the step-by-step of what's actually happening. Just describing opposed, it. Yeah. yeah. It's hot. Yeah. Like right now you're right. It, this is actually happening. Like you're moving your, your, you're kind of like spiraling your, your hair I and your am. fingers right now. And I want you to like drop the hair and just like take your finger up to your lips and suck your fingers. Mm. Yeah. Deeper in there. Yeah, deeper in your yeah. mouth. And now I'm going to take your finger out and start to rub it down your chest. Oh and, shit. Ooh. And maybe bring it over your clit slowly. Oh, hi. oh wait, I'm not doing that though. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Tried. Yeah, we got it. Um, Need more and, wine first? No. Yeah, a little more wine. Um, and role play. Um, role play something that you can kind of play around with. Um, the you know, traditional was jock, cheerleader, patient, doctor, police officer. Excuse me, Ossifer. I swear I wasn't A man doing in uniform or a woman in uniform. Or a woman. Person. A woman. Um, student teacher. Yeah. Um, so lastly, I want to leave you all with this. <clears throat> Aftercare. Oh. Aftercare is really big. In my opinion, if you have a scene with someone who's a lot of intensity, a lot of spanking, choking, heightened energy, you need a lot of aftercare. Right. Especially the person that receives a lot of that energy. And that makes sense. Yeah. So an aftercare looks like, what do you need right now? Ask the person that just received it. What do we both need? Like, hey, what are your needs? What are my needs? You want a coffee, a cappuccino? You I want need, a, some aloe vera? I need to be held and just kind of pet and like just you to like hold me and okay. be maybe kissing my forehead a stroke little bit. Stroke my petting, hair. Yeah, stroke my hair yeah. for like 10 minutes. Massage. Like yeah. A, I oh, mean, yeah, massage. Or like aloe vera, my, my spank marks. Yeah. My pussy. <laughs> I don't know if aloe vera is good for the pussy. Yeah. Let's, but yeah. just, yeah, like yeah. put some like cooling on all the, the warming from the play session. Some of my least favorite uh, kinky experiences had, when I've had like some rough sex or kinky sex was when there wasn't aftercare or yeah. there was a very little and it just felt like empty at the end. So right. just consider that, that um, and someone might not be in aftercare, might not be their jam. And remember to ask for what you want. Yeah. Ask for it. Ask, there, yeah. No, people aren't mind readers. I mean, there are some out there perhaps, but um, I think like ask, asking for what you want will get you there. And um, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I love learning about kink and you're such a good teacher, Amy. Dude, we just nailed that. We nailed it nailed from it. Vegas. Now we're going to go to a pool party. Pool party. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, we're launching, um, we're launching our first book. Not yet. Our, our first book. Yeah. Soon. Um, we're going to be recording from Europe next time. Woo! Um, we're headed to oh, next time is the episode with the Lika. Oh, but after that, but we'll, but we'll yeah. be recording in October, um, in Europe, Soon. which will be fun. And we're going to go to like, it's Oktoberfest. We're going to a trade show. It's going to be awesome. So Amsterdam. Amsterdam, we're going to get maybe legally high. Ooh. I mean, duh, <laughs> but duh. we love all of our listeners. Check out our uh, website if you haven't already. And, um, yeah, www, you don't need to say that anymore, but shamelesssex.com. Give us a review. Give us a shout out. We love our listeners. Yes, we do. And we'll see you next Tuesday, y'all. And ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.